Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of your favourite podcast, Here Make This, the podcast for those who prefer to sit on the couch and think it rather than do it. Each week we discuss, debate, and critique unique ideas for products, services, movies, and TV shows, from the downright absurd to the mildly plausible. Each episode we sketch our ideas and discuss their merits whilst attempting to justify why someone else should create them. My name is Matthew Larko Larkin, and with me as always is Andrew Jackers Jackman. If you want to join in on the fun, you'll find all the sketches for the episode and others on social media at Here Make This. Welcome, Jackers. Hey, how are you doing? Fancy seeing you here, Matthew Absolutely. Larkin. Absolutely. What a pleasure it is for me. This side of the desk. I'm glad to give you pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. You're looking well. Thank you. It's nice to see you, buddy. What have you got in store for us this very episode, mate? We're unfortunately, for you, Matthew Larkin. <laughs> sport? Sport. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's okay. But I think it's something you'll enjoy. Yep. And I think it's going to solve uh, a problem for you mm-hmm. in terms of your... Um, Lack of interest? <laughs> Lack of interest and enthusiasm <laughs> for sport. Okay. I want to bring back the spark to sport. Oh, well, I might bring the sparkler to your sporty idea if it's no good, Jaggers. Um, I don't even know how to describe my idea this week, Jaggers. I really, really don't. It's actually really hard to explain, um, so I'm not going to at the start of the show. I'm just going to have to let that sizzle for a minute. Uh, the non-sizzle. The non-sizzle, yes. I haven't warmed up the barbecue appropriately enough to get that sear. But trust me, it's a good idea. It's it's required. But I just it's going to be hard to explain. But okay. I'll do my best. But look, before we jump in, Jack, as if I may, uh, for those people new to the podcast, thanks so much for listening in. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Vicstar Designs too, by the way. And... Uh, at here, make this on all of the social media platforms. If you are wondering who are these two velvet-toned gentlemen you're listening to, let me give you a bit of an idea of who your hosts are. If Jackers was a juice, it would be orange juice. The best, really. Although full of sugar. <laughs> Larco would be pineapple. Pineapple juice, Jackers. Delicious, straight from the tin, good with booze, and the ladies love it. <laughs> well, I didn't need to add in that last part, but I couldn't help myself, Jackers, because I know a lot of people will be thinking the same thing. I'm glad you kept it clean. I ish. tried it. Ish. ish. <laughs> Clean-ish. There's a lot of ish on this show. There is. <laughs> oh, Jackers, Jackers, Jackers. I'm excited. <laughs> to hear your idea, sorry, your non-sizzle idea. Well, you know how some things are just very hard to explain and sometimes trying to explain them, you just know that you're not helping at all. I'll give you a couple of examples, right? You know, there's a line in a, uh, a UMI song, in fact, it's the title of the song, was like trying to explain cricket to Americans. That comes to mind. Because it's like it's a sport that they just don't quite get and they don't just like, is it baseball? No, it's not baseball. What are you doing there? It, it's, it's all a bit Greek to them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the movie Inception, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic movie, 
It's it's a tough watch. Like, you know, you've got to be well-rested when you go into that movie. Oh, yeah. But if you were to sit and try and explain the storyline to a friend <laughs> to before they watched it, they'd probably go cross-eyed and not want to watch. Absolutely. Do you agree? Absolutely. And probably the last example that I thought of in terms of trying to explain why my idea is hard to explain, I remember when Game of Thrones first came out and you were watching but I wasn't and you said, um, "It's you've got to watch this show, Larko, it's amazing. And, of course, I did get on board and it is amazing. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, but you said, look, it's a complicated watch. You've got to pay attention. There's lots of characters. There's all these different families. And, and you started to explain it. I'm going cross-eyed. And then you said, this might help you. And you brought out this printout that you could get off the internet, which had all of the different families. And this is House Lannister. And this is da-da-da-da. And you tried to explain it. And look, for some brains, that might be really good in terms of – and obviously it worked for your brain. With my brain, it just made it seem so confusing that I probably avoided it for another couple of weeks and then eventually watched it and loved it. Do you think that – TV shows and movies have got more complicated as time's gone on. Some shows, yeah, for sure. Surely. Yeah. Like if you think back to black and white days, mm-hmm. pretty simple story. Yeah. You could kind of understand it. Like if I said to you, um, uh, explain to me the plot of Jaws yep. in one sentence. Now, actually, I mean, even less than that, I'll give you six words. Yep. Shark terrorises small holiday community. That's five. Yeah. You can use one more if you want. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) My favourite movie. Simple film. Yeah. Simple film. Simple. Let me give you another one. Mm -hmm. Um, Something from our childhood, Back to the Future. Ah, gee, that's probably harder. Uh, I'll give you seven words. Inventor makes time machine... uh, Hilarity, hijinks, and adventure ensue. It's eight, but I'll give you that. Okay. What about um, teenage boy kisses mum? <laughs> Old man assists the 1950s. <laughs> Are you telling me that this sucker is nuclear? <laughs> Top 20. But yeah, I think you're right. TV shows have gotten. You- I'm saying you're right, and I'm the one that suggested the idea. <laughs> you're right, Jackers. Yeah. Uh, TV and movie has got more complicated. There's multi-storylines happening within the context of a uh, a whole series. Mm. So there might be one, like I'm watching Breaking Bad at the moment. So obviously you could summarise that and say that man diagnosed with cancer turns to a chemistry teacher who's diagnosed with cancer uh, is forced to make meth to try and support his family. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, within that, there's all sorts going on, Jackers, and the you know the sub story with Jesse and the the story with his family, the story with his brother-in-law is in the DEA. There's all sorts going on. All ties into the same thing, but there's all sorts going on. But yeah, things like Game of Thrones, it's next level because there's a completely separate storyline that affects that family. Yeah. It all is eventually connected, but it's totally confusing. But awesome. 
I mean, I must admit, I did sometimes sit there watching it, and if they were talking about another family, I sometimes would be like, who are they talking about again? Who's that person that they're talking about? Is that the hot blonde or is that the little fellow? Is that, is but it, it all made sense he, in the end. Wait, is he, is he dead? Is he dead? Did he yes. die? Did he die? Is this, hang on, wait, is this a flashback? Or yeah. Wait, hang on. Who's, whose husband is that? <laughs> Gee, she's a bitch. <laughs> they're nude. Oh, they're dead. <laughs> that was the show for me. Well, Jackers, allow me to try and explain this. Jeez. And I want people to hear this. Uh, and please don't be offended with what I'm about to suggest because it is something that I have thought about a lot because it is something that affects me in my life and I would love to come up with something that would go somewhere to uh, assist with this situation. Jack, as you'd probably be aware, and you've got no idea where I'm going with this, here we I go. Have no clues. <laughs> you would be. I'm sure that you would be aware that there is a register for sex offenders. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. And the purpose of that is that in a local community, you know who a sex offender is <sighs> near your school where your kids are going to school or near where you live and there's kids involved. There's a sex register, right? I know what a sex register is. I'm wondering how we've gone from Game of Thrones to sex register. <laughs> well, there was all sorts going on in that show, mate. Incest, bloody bestiality. Um, you'd also be, maybe you're unaware, but there's a uh, working with children check that people have to do. Have you? I have. Thank God. That's cleared. Thank God one of us did. I actually went along to play at a uh, kindergarten once. Oh, did you? And uh, to play a few songs. That and a uh, crowd. It was actually really good. They, they loved asked it. for horses. They Bray didn't Bray. ask for horses, so they were immediately a better crowd than most of them. They asked for hot to. potato. They got hot potato. <laughs> did they? I did uh, yellow submarine, of course. Ah, you know, you've got to chuck classic. that in. You educate these little kitties at the same time. Did you but, educate them with Puff the Magic Dragon? <laughs> no, I didn't. There's hidden subliminal messages in that song, apparently. Really? Because, yes, apparently it's didn't not about that. a dragon at all. What? It's about marijuana. Is it really? Hashtag allegedly. Oh. Yeah. Um, so there is a working with children check. So people have that. They're all good in that regard. Okay. Here we go. So I my, part of my job is that I have to go out on the road and I have to go and visit customers. And when I'm on the road... Um, you know, there's there's different things that you have to get used to, and that is where your nearest McDonald's is. For the purposes of going for a, a wee or a Mick wee, as I like to call it, <laughs> uh, there's the. I often try and find like a park where there's a, a car park where I can park the car, have my lunch, um, set up my laptop, do a little bit of work. Do you know what it sounds like? Mm -hmm. You need some kind of um, device. An app? No, a bag that you could strap to your thigh <laughs> and at your convenience, yes, Matthew Larkin, pee into it. 
Ah, the old mm-hmm. whiz protector pans, Jackers, I think you're referring to. We here made that several oh, episodes we did ago. too. Yeah, that would be handy to very handy. Mm. Um, look, assuming that you don't have those with you and it hasn't been invented yet, <laughs> um, you know, you do need to know the locations to go and have a wee, to find a nice quiet spot to have your lunch, catch up on your emails, things like that. There's also things like the school pickup where you get there earlier because I'm on the road, so sometimes I might get to the school early for the school pickup, sit there, get the laptop out, catch up on some work. I'm a work-on-the-go guy for my job, you see. Yeah. So I'm loitering at the front of a school. And these days, Jesus the world... Christ. I know. You're... <laughs> this is great. I'm you can intri- turn this around very quickly. I'm intrigued. I? But let me just say, this is a fucking Christopher Nolan Inception style. <laughs> I told you. Monologue. I told you. Is, I, I told how does, you. Th- does this all come together at yes, the end? Yes, it does. It does. Cillian oh, Murphy's going to be involved, Here I think, go. at some stage. Tom Hardy. No, um, mate, it, it will make sense in a minute. I promise I'm going to get there. So the world these days is very – and we're going to go to a, a – a, dark place real quick but the world these days is very sensitive to uh protecting our children to make sure that uh predators and these dirty fuckers that are out there are kept obviously as far away from these kids as possible so to the point there are things like the sex register (laughs) i can't believe we're talking about this but um there's that that exists you know, we're not allowed to take photos when we go to school concerts and things like that. They'll often have a professional photographer. You know, if your kid's going swimming, when you're taking your kids for swimming lessons and things like that, they don't want you to take photos and things there. They'll organise, yeah, they'll organise um, professional photography packages and things like that to avoid all this stuff happening. Back in our day, Jackers, it was just on for young and old. Like you did whatever the hell you wanted. In terms of photographs or? You could photograph anything you wanted oh, yeah. to. Of course, you'd use an actual camera yeah. where you'd have to develop it. <laughs> you'd be very selective stuff. about your photos that you would take. <laughs> right. Um, and look, I'm sure, it's, a, it's an interesting sort of suppose, is that, you know, these dirty pervs, they must have existed back when we were kids, but you just didn't hear about them as much. You know what I mean? They must have existed back in the day, but these days it's a little bit more publicised and there'll actually be reports. Um, I remember, and again, you know, we're entering a very dark place here, but it was, you know, there was a person spotted around the school where my kids go and it was like, you know, keep an eye out and I think they even did some sort of composite sketch of what the guy looked like. Jeez. So it's out there, Jackers. But my issue is that I feel like I'm being judged because I'm going to these places where kids are, be it Maccas, be it a local park, be it the front of the school, and I'm sitting there on a laptop and a phone for sometimes an hour, a couple of hours, depending on the situation, and I am getting the old stink eye from lots and lots of people. Oh, there's and I perception. Feel there's a, yeah, I feel I am being the the old uh, eye of doubt and I wonder if this guy is a sex pest and the people are thinking that about me. It makes me feel very, very uncomfortable, Jackers. makes me feel uncomfortable 
to very uncomfortable. It's a shame. It is an absolute shame because I'm not one of those people. So surely, Jackers, can't we come up with a solution where people who are free and clear, good people, tried and tested, can advertise that fact and put the whole community at large at ease. So here, make this. <laughs> you forgot about that, didn't you? We did. The I am not a sex pest dot com. It's not an app. It's not an app. It's a website. It's a website <laughs> slash bumper sticker that you can pop on your car. <laughs> so people can see they'll be walking past your car, see you sitting there on your laptop in the car, assume that you're up to all sorts, right? And they'll go, oh, hang on a second, look at this dirty bloke. I mean, I remember there was a um, a guy, an old friend of mine that uh, he was he played in the band that I was in actually, who was in a, a car park at the supermarket, and walked past a car. He was on his way into the supermarket, and he just happened to pivot to his left as he's walking past a car, and there was a guy giving himself a touch up in the car, what? just in a, a car park, like at four o'clock in the afternoon. He's there with his kids walking through this car park, and there's a guy treating his body like it was an amusement park in his car. So he's not a member of the IANASP.com <laughs> forward slash. Uh, no, he's not. How do you qualify for the IANASP.com? Well, I feel like it's a similar process that you'd go through to get you working with children, check, this right. sort of thing. No convictions, all that sort of stuff you'd go You'd, maybe you'd go online and you'd fill in some sort of questionnaire. Um, it'd be, you know, it'd be not super difficult, but it wouldn't be easy <laughs> to get this register. So, so, you know, the dirty pervs won't, wouldn't be able to cheat the system, Jackers, just to be able to get this to fool the general public. How are we detecting them? Actually, that's a good question for the um, working with children check. Yeah. Like how do they know? Well, I, I assume it's just something to do with your record. For a minute, record. Yeah, it? that you've got some red record, and it's a freedom of information thing. Yeah, that they go bang, who's this person, and then they, you know, the, it allows them to do police checks and things like that, and it all comes back free and clear. Happy days. So, how does the IANASP dot com um, service work? How, to, no, hang on. How's it different to the working with children check? It's making this information um, public to whoever needs it outside of people who just work with children. Yep. So it's like, a, you know, you're a, you're a father or a mother, you've got kids and you just need to show the world that you're not a sex pest, Jackers. You're a good bloke. You love kids. You don't love them too much. You're a good guy, above board, everything's hunky-dory, Jackers. So Look, there it is. He's they, got a bumper sticker on his car. The public would know this because I've gone online and I've passed the IANASP.com survey. Correct. Or passed the test or yep. whatever. You've had and them. you've given me a bumper sticker. That's right. And, you you know, it's it could go as far as uh, if people were to search your name um, in this How system. How they know my name? Well, if it was a, you know, you met somebody for the first time and, you know, you were thinking, oh, jeez, I'm going to do a quick search on this person. What about that guy that was taking a tug in the car? Oh, no, good. My mate punched him in the face. <laughs> oh, shit. He had his window open 
And his <laughs> mates just belted him through the window. He had to go to court. He had to go to court because the guy pressed charges for assault. What? Yeah. And the guy was like, you know, they had the lawyers and everything there going, I think you'll find that although my client has struck the accused, he deserved it because he was sitting there playing the old uh, on his John Thomas in full view of children and the general public. And the guy was like, no, I wasn't. I had some crumbs on my lap and I was just trying to vigorously sweep these crumbs off. Mate, you were not sweeping crumbs off. That's seriously how it went. And so, yeah, he got off, as in my mate got off (laughs) for assault. The other guy got off too, which is, yeah, made it even worse really. So I just, I hate that feeling of feeling uncomfortable, you know, when I'm loitering around a school. Loitering. (laughs) Loitering's not the best word to use. No, it's not. Waiting. But that's... Waiting. (laughs) Waiting. Waiting around a school to pick up your kid. It's something that, you know, sometimes people think about. Maybe some people are a little bit almost too paranoid about it, but maybe rightly so. I mean, we're super-duper protective of our kids this generation. It's been a big difference, I think, between our generation and our generation, if that makes sense. Like us as parents versus us as kids. Oh, yeah. It was like, off you go, and off you would go. Disappear for the day. Yeah, but as long as you're back by 6 o'clock, they don't care. Yeah. Wherever you went, off you went, no problems at all. Now it's like, I want to go to the park. It's like, you know, 50 metres down the, the street. Oh, I better come with you. Yeah. Better strap a watch to your arm so I know where you are and you can call me in an emergency. Yeah, absolutely. Call me when you get there. Call me when you're leaving. It's crazy. But at the same time, uh, maybe required because of these dirty sex pests that are out there. Um, And I just want to make sure that people know I'm not that guy. I'm not. (laughs) This feels like you're begging. Well, I wear a lot of flannelette shirts, (laughs) guys. And I just feel like people are a bit judgy. And i got facial hair. People are a bit judgy. Look at this beady flannelette shirt-wearing guy. You know, don't judge a book by its cover. Maybe we could solve this problem if you just changed your dress. Had <laughs> a shave and changed my shirt. Yeah. Well, I don't, you know, I, it, just because I'm not sitting there wearing a hockey mask doesn't mean I'm a serial killer. People need to think bigger here. You know what I mean? It's always the person you least ex- expect or suspect. I like the problem you're trying to... I don't like the problem you're trying to solve, what am I saying? <laughs> I like that you're trying to solve yes. a problem. This Surely other people feel, feel this as well. And it's a shame that it's a problem. But I don't feel it's much beyond the working with children check. Right. And I'm, I'm just going to give you... Single banger? Just a single banger. Fair enough. And it's not overly sexy, deliberately. Uh, it's the opposite of, of sexy, and they can't all be sexy ideas. But it would be just nice. It would be people you should see, Jack, because I'm just sitting there ho- hooking into a bloody ham sandwich, minding my own business, and there's some kid kicking the soccer ball at the front of the car, and I'll, I'll look up and have a smile. Next thing, the dad's giving the stink eye, and then his eyes will pivot slightly left to the front of the car on the windscreen, and I'll have my bumper sticker on there, I am not a sexpest.com, and he'll go, You're right, mate. You're right, man. You are right. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. You're okay. You're fine. Thanks, buddy. Now, Jackus, 
Are you ready to lay another Andrew Robert Jackman stellar gold-plated edition idea on me? Can I just say that I think my drawing this week mm-hmm. is the best drawing I've ever done. You're kidding me. Yep. Really? Yep. Far out. Well, that is absolutely saying something because if I said something, most people would say, well, about time. But your drawings have been super good quality from the get-go. So that's like buddy Michael da Vinci saying, you know what? I reckon I've got it, this one. Is he the painter? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I was just thinking, Jesus, hang on. I might be thinking of the inventor. I think you were thinking of Michael Gadinsky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. God rest him. Now, um... Uh, seriously, it's like Picasso going, yeah, I really nailed it this time. Because you're bloody good, mate. Okay. You were very, very good. You will, you'll understand why when we get to it. Um, so, as I said, we're on sport, yep. but I want to inject some excitement and a little bit of spark into your otherwise <laughs> smouldering. <laughs> Flaccid, uh, lukewarm at best. <laughs> Room temperature. Enthusiasm for yes. sport. Yep. Okay. And I had to think very, very hard about mm. this one because I actually tried to think about it with you in mind because yep. I know you don't love your sport. We've kind of joked about it in the past. Mm-hmm. And you've said on a few occasions now that one of the primary reasons for you being in, involved, not involved, <laughs> I say, <laughs> you know, involved in sport, a consumer of sport is beer. Yes. Yeah? Um, and so I thought, well, hang on, there's got to be more than beer. What is what does Matthew Larkin like? Mm. What does he like? And what can I combine with sport? Yeah. I take one of his likes, combine it with something he doesn't like, mm-hmm. and see if I can create a spark. Jack, I'm really excited about this. because you? Well, you've, you've thought of an idea that you're thinking about me. Most of my ideas I'm thinking about me. But you're thinking about me. It's bloody lovely, mate. I'm warm, Thank warm, you. all through the cockles. Now, after you've said that, <laughs> the the idea will help others as well. Oh, okay. And I think it'll bring others maybe of a similar um, mindset that you have yep. that don't regularly watch sport to actually engage. Mm-hmm. And this idea was sparked by a couple of things that came to my mind when I have been watching sport. Do you remember um, I wasn't in Australia for the 2000 Olympics in Sydney? Yes. You probably were. I was, You were here. Um, I did see clips, though, of um, Roy and HG's coverage of the Olympics. It was called The Dream or something like that. Is that right? Yep. And they had this fantastic show, but they would also do commentary to some of the sports. And the classic one was the um, women's gymnastics. Yeah. And they had – it was fantastic. They had all these different names for the moves that the gymnasts were pulling off on the beam and the floor and, <laughs> They're and stuff. Clever. They're very good. And then another thing that I observed when I was in the UK is when you watched soccer on cable, mm-hmm. they'd actually offer you – different feeds of the soccer. So you could watch the standard broadcast feed where they'd have multiple cameras and commentary 
um, from Sky or whoever. Um, but you could also go to a channel that had no commentary. Right. So it would just be the crowd noise, which was great because it would make you feel as though you were there, you were there at yeah, the yeah, ground. Cool. So that was cool. And then they also had an, a couple of other options where you could just have a, um, a fixed camera. Oh. So they might have like a wide angle view of the whole pitch and you could just watch it like that. Okay. Um, as if, yeah, you had bad seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what it indicated is that I think people like options. It reminds me of the interactive DVD of the Queen Live at Wembley concert oh. where you can go to the special selections and actually go, I'm just going to watch Brian May play guitar. Can and you? It, yeah, you can do that and you can just watch Brian do his thing. That's great. Yeah. Well, that's very um, that's a good segue. Yeah, oh, is it? <laughs> a little bit. Do they play soccer at Wembley? <laughs> that's pretty much it. I assume they do. Um, but I think the consumers have different needs and we don't always give them the choice no. to consume content in a way that they'd like to. There's lots of options out there. Yeah. But you can't watch a movie um, without the soundtrack, for example. You can't listen to a particular song and only hear the bass guitar yep. and the vocals in the song. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think if we had those options in consuming content, that I would actually use them yeah. as well, like the DVD example you just gave. Yeah. I think that um, if I could listen to music and only listen to the bass line of some songs, I'd go, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, just to see it. I'd just, hear it. I just want to hear that because yeah. I think it's cool and just listen to that. But giving people options when they're consuming sport um, there's not a lot of it. There's mm. different types of sport you can watch, but you can't watch it in a way that you want to. Yeah, sure. It. Okay. Mm. So I have come up with an idea this week that is not an app. <laughs> it it might have an app and there might be a website. Um, and it enables you to watch sport in a different way. Like it. Okay. So here, make this. Oh, product is called Altcom, which is alternative sports commentary. Fantastic. I'm, I'm giving you a standing ovation for your drawing, Jackers. Wow. That is absolutely, it is. It's the sort of thing that you would see. I've said, I said this early days, actually, that sometimes your drawings look like they could be a, like part of the cartoon in, you know, the age. I did have a, like that. a little bit of help <laughs> in drawing this one. But that, seriously, you've taken it to another level. Can I go for another standing ovation? Yeah. That's actually you and I. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Right. So you don't have to read... The uh, speech bubbles of yep. the cartoon just yet. That's fine. You can read it if you want, but you don't have to. So, Alt-Com <laughs> is alternative sports commentary. So, do you remember the concept of the telecast? Mm -hmm. like, sorry, not the telecast, the simulcast. Yes. Which stands for simul uh, simultaneous yes. telecast. Yeah. When they would go, you can watch the footy on Saturday night, simulcast on Triple M. That's right. So you could watch the vision of the footy, yep. but you could tune in to 
Triple M. Yeah, it's because you prefer their commentary potentially. Correct. Yep. Now, it's kind of hard to do that these days though because there's delays in the vision and content providers like Fox or whoever's you know, filming the footy yep. or shooting the footy. Um, they don't want you to look at it in other ways. They want to control what you're yeah. viewing and, and enjoying. So my idea is an app <laughs> maybe or a website. Yes. Or even just a radio station that you can tune into. Like a digital radio station. Maybe, maybe. And you can synchronise the audio of what you're listening to yeah. to the start of the footy or the cricket or whatever you're watching. Yeah. And you can listen to alternative commentary. Fantastic. And my mind was a buzz. <laughs> a flurry? A flurry of genres. Oh, of different yes. sorts of commentary that people might come up with <laughs> that you could tune into. Absolutely. Right? So let me give you a couple of scenarios here. Love it. Okay. Love a good scenario. There's a couple of kids who play the under-12s footy in a local suburban ground, right? And they're footy nuts. You know these kids. Yep. They know every player. They know every stat. On the spectrum, right? clearly. You get a couple of those kids commentating Fantastic. on the footy. Yep. You tune into them. Absolutely. And they're just going for it. They would be uh, have a, a, a beautiful, childlike, obviously, uh, enthusiasm that would be infectious. Would be. Yeah. Old people. <laughs> <laughs> Two old blokes in their 80s yep. commentating the ashes. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> so I tied an onion to my belt, which was the, <laughs> which stop, was the start of the time. time. That's fantastic. Okay. Yep. You could have um, people like uh, Roy and HG mm -hmm. just commentating. You could have Sam Pang and Santo Chilaro did a great World Cup show where they would yeah. kind of commentate over the top of stuff. Yeah. You could do a comedy version. Yeah, 100%. Which people are just taking the piss. You could do accents. You could do all sorts of stuff. Could you do a version where they dumb it down a shade? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the dumb it down a shade version of where they have, you know, maybe just stop and explain a couple of things along the way. Yeah. Free kick for Murphy. <laughs> Well, this free kick, Larko, is because he uh, was doing the thing that's against the rules, which is this. All right. So let me give you a sport mm -hmm. that's being shown on the – let's say it's the Olympics. Okay. Right? It's coming up. And uh, you've decided to create an account mm -hmm. on altcom. Altcom. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> right? Dot UK. And you're a funny bloke. Oh, thanks, mate. And you can do you good are. accents and all that kind of thing. So let's say you decide you're going to commentate the rowing. Yeah. And the style that I want you to commentate in is someone who knows nothing about the discipline at all, <laughs> right? But I want you to do it in like an Ocker Aussie accent. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want a second to think about it? No, that's okay. Let's just go. Okay. There you go. Righto. So there's these four blokes. And they're about to get into this really long boat. And there's a little bloke he's going to jump into. And they call him the Cox. There's nothing funny or rude about that. That's just what they call him. And they go. And they've got to pick up those big, long, uh, toothpick-looking bloody 
chopstick-looking things, and that's how you get it going. It's called rowing. Starter's got the button, and bugger me, they're off. Away they go, and that guy's rowing, and that other bloke's rowing, and they're all fucking rowing at the moment. And whoever gets across the finish line wins. <laughs> I would watch that. Yeah, that'd be all right. Don't you think? That would be all right, surely. But imagine in uh, on the altcom.com website, you could kind of filter and find all different commentary styles and accents and genres and stuff like that yeah. to watch the sport that you're watching. I think that would be really good. I mean, it just adds an extra layer of entertainment and potentially thumbs it down a shade for the people like uh, yours truly here. Hey, I've written a script. Oh, here we go. I've had a crack. As an example of how far out there some of these commentary feeds could be, yep. I've chosen a sport of snooker. Ooh, and the style I want you to do it in is a little bit dirty, Mm-hmm. Like lots of double entendre, <laughs> a kind of sexual innuendo. Yep. But I want you to do it in a Yorkshire accent. Uh, <laughs> might need my, I might need, I need, might need to put my glasses on. Hey, up. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I think he's gonna go the pink, if you know what I mean. He's gonna whack that little white ball and bounce it around the table a bit. He hits that pink hard and tries to get in. Oh, go on, son. That's the way we like it. Go on. The crowd's gone deathly silent. He lines up. Oh, no, dear God, folks. He's lined up for the pink and he's mistimed it completely and accidentally hit the brune and an almighty thump. It hasn't gone in that brown straight away. It's had a real good look around the periphery. Rebounded and then slipped in that hole on the side. And wouldn't you know it, he's managed to set himself up nicely for some lovely action on that black. Ooh, that's the way I like it. Go on. (laughs) I would... Definitely tune into that. <laughs> so would I and all. Oh, Jackers, that's good, that one. I started laughing and fogged up my own glasses. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I couldn't read because I was bloody fogged up my glasses, so I need to give them a quick clean. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Vicstar Design Spectacles. <laughs> Do you want to try one more? Yeah, go on. <clears throat> what you got there? You might have to, you got to ad-lib this one. Yeah. I've got no script. All right, let's try one more. Another obscure sports. You know, I love my obscure sports. Yes, like you it. do. Jello wrestling. The style I'd like you to do it in is quite formal. Mm-hmm. But I want you to pretend like it's a real sport yep. and it's not at all sexy. Yep. And the accent I want you to do it in is a Southern American, like a Louisiana, but a formal Louisiana. Okay, okay. that'll be interesting. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Jello Wrestling. It's a real pleasure to have you guys company this evening, and wherever you are, hope you're well, hope you're sitting comfortably, hope you've got a bowl of grits on your lap, and you're about to enjoy some first-class Jello Wrestling. Well, sir, we've got ourselves two fine competitors. Over in the red bikini, 
That's Laura Lee. She's from right here in Louisiana. By God, she's a good old country girl, and she is the number one favorite for this particular event. And we're all rooting for her. You would better believe it. Not that we have favoritism down here in the South, but by God, if she loses today, there's going to be a riot. And coming in in the blue bikini, Wilson, that's Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie is not a local. She comes from Georgia, Alabama. But by God, she is one fierce competitor. And we is looking forward very much to this stiff, vigorous competition on Jello Wrestling. We're going to take a quick commercial break and be right back. Thank you to our sponsor, Vicstar Designs. <laughs> Dear listeners, that was not scripted at all. Uh, uh, that was pretty funny, if I say so myself. Have you got anything else, Jackers? No, that's about it. <laughs> oh, oh, mate, I think it goes without saying that you have thankfully lifted the tone of the show from talking about uh, pedophiles earlier <laughs> to bringing it up to the high quality. We've come to expect on here, mate, this, sponsored by Vicstar Designs, Heat Explosion. Mate, you could have presented that picture and said, I'm out, and I still would have given you Explosion. <laughs> so that is... We're talking Chernobyl-style exploit. We might have to come up with a new category, Chernobyl. <laughs> That's a Chernobyl idea, Jackers, right there. So the, oh. the, the speech bubbles that were above the two characters, did you read it? I was too busy. So, it was, it was, so it's a picture of you and I, and I, I was trying to think about what would be the kind of thing that you and I would say if we were doing commentary on the football. Yeah. So I'm saying... Lucker, that's 18 disposals in the first half for Franklin. And you're saying, yes, Jackers, you might say Franklin is disposing that football like the mafia disposes of bodies efficiently. That's good. I'm making it relevant to myself. Correct. Because I know about uh, the Godfather. And that's what you'd say. Yeah. I'd relate it somehow to shit that I know about. So do you reckon you and I should start up our own altcom.com channel? Maybe we could. You branch out. Maybe we should just record them. And Not a bad idea, Jackers. Because I've got your knowledge of sport. And, jeez, uh, we might be onto something here, Jackers. Your voices and comedic talents. <laughs> well, you know, you too, buddy. What about uh, the fact that we might actually hear make this and actually make it? Maybe we should. <laughs> Maybe we might actually do it. I have to edit this out. Don't want to give this one away. <laughs> It's been good to see you, mate. Yeah, you too, mate. Always a pleasure. See Thank you. you. I laugh heartily. Next week. See you, buddy. Yes. You've been listening to Here Make This. Don't forget you can find all our sketches and follow us on social media at Here Make This on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Also check our website to subscribe to the podcast, join the Ideas crew and see all the latest episodes and sketches at hearemakethis.com. We always appreciate listener comments, sketches and ideas that you guys have, so don't forget to hashtag Here Make This to keep us in the loop. Thank you, dear listeners, as always, for tuning in. I'm Matt Larkin. And I'm Andrew Jackman. And until the next episode, see you later. You've been listening to Here Make This. All ideas presented here are copyright Here Make This.